It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. The Final Edition. This week, Utah sees all the other states going their own way and decides it's going to do the same. Ben and I talk about soup, which we both enjoy very much. We have an outtake from a recording session in which Ben is just trying to be nice, and we determine the value of human life. The answer is... Well, you're you're not going to be surprised. This is the final edition Radio Hour. Man on the street! Utah State Senate has voted unanimously to decriminalize polygamy. The final edition asks the man on the street, what do you think? Nothing like a marriage where you have to call shotgun. I think it's great. Maybe my daddy will marry me now. I would love to have two, three, even four wives, but I feel that wouldn't be very big of me. Next thing you know, it'll be legal to marry multiple dogs. Yay. Three mother-in-laws. This is really going to help me with my I hate my wife jokes. Because I'm a road comet. Take my wife. No, not that one. The other one. Take two. They're small. I'm used to disappointing multiple people. That's why I call it polyga-us. Oh, there's no me in polygamy. I think we should pass a law that you can only marry me, Ted Romero. My first wife, she's a Republican. My second wife, she's a Democrat. Yeah, that's right. One wife, two wife, red wife. Blue wife. It was a typo. They were trying to legalize polygons. I think when frogs have multiple wives, it's called polywogamy. Parents <laughs> <laughs> were super religious, so all my taste in pop culture is limited to the early 2000s. That totally tracks. Hey, give me your bags. You two, come on. Lisa, do what he says. Dude, my laptop's in here. Do you want to get shot? Yeah, I'll shoot you. Just give it to me now, bitch. Well, now don't be rude, but but seriously, just give it to him. Is it really worth your life? Is it worth... Lisa, come on! Hand it over! Now, now wait, because you've brought up a really great point. Is it worth my life? That is just a saying. Of course it's not worth your life. Yeah, hand it over! No, but wait, let's really think about this. What is my life worth? <laughs> A life isn't worth money. You can't compare it but to... But he's stealing my laptop for money, right? I'll probably sell it. Right, for like money for meth or whatever. Or school. Meth. So is my life worth more than this laptop? Oh, come on. You can't really... You ask the question. Let's think about it. What am I worth? <sighs> you're, you're priceless. Don't do that. Okay. 
I'm a waitress. And, and not a great one. Right. And if I call in, they don't even really notice, which is great for me, but also means I'm pretty expendable. Plus, you, you've got a lot of student debt. And no savings, property, or assets. You have a car. Sold the Honda. I Uber now. You should really lift. Uber's a bad company. <laughs> right? But I don't even care that much. Yeah. You're not super into social causes, which makes you kind of a strain on society. Mm-hmm. I'm not married, no partners, no kids, no pets. I can't even keep a plant alive. You don't even recycle. Plus, I'm a white actress in her 30s. Ugh, no one wants to see that. Exactly. I'm pretty worthless. And this is a 2018 13-inch MacBook Pro with tons of upgrades. Great. So hand it so over. So honestly, I'm going to say, yeah, it is actually worth my life. In fact, it's worth more. Huh. I never looked at it that way before. Yeah, you're very smart. Too bad that doesn't matter. Brought to you by Apple. Our products are worth more than your life. Recorded on iPhone 11. Hello and welcome to Soup Talk. Hosted, as always, by us, the Soup Brothers. I'm Bob Bisque, inventor of the chowder. And I'm Bob Chowder, inventor of the bisque. And this is a very special episode of Soup Talk, because we just invented a brand new soup, just for you. For me? No, for the audience, but you can have some too. Oh, good. I do love soup. So, Bob, tell them about our new invention. Well, Bob, we call it gazpacho. Here, take a taste. Eh. Hey there, Bob. I think maybe you forgot to cook this soup. It's cold. Well, room temperature. No, Bob, gazpacho is supposed to be cold, but is usually served room temperature. Mamma mia, can we even do that legally? And an increasing number of states, yes. And we all hope Prop 34 passes in Wisconsin as well. So, Bob, this is obviously revolutionary, but what do you say to critics who claim that gazpacho is just tomato juice served in a bowl? I would ask those critics, Bob, when was the last time they drank tomato juice that had floating chunks of bell pepper in it? Well reasoned, Bob. Thank you, Bob. Bob, who is the target audience of gazpacho? Well, Bob, gazpacho is for people who want something that sounds refreshing, but isn't. It's also perfect if you've drank so much wine with fruit in it that you can't taste flavors anymore. And of course, it's still a soup, so any good old-fashioned soup head should love it. Whoa, whoa, Bob, you can't say soup head anymore. Jeez, fine. Hungarian-American, yeah, snowflake. Well, that's all the time we have on Soup Talk. He's Bob. And I'm Bob. Join us next week when we force Barry Lang to produce another one of these sketches. Good night, everyone, and good soup. Hi, I'm handsome paid spokesmodel Jason Momoa, here to tell you about Rocket Mortgage, the perfect way to get money if you're ever facing the kind of dire financial struggle that I, Jason Momoa, handsome paid spokesmodel, will never have. Look at my beautiful home, which I bought in cash. If you want to live in something much, much smaller, Rocket Mortgage is your best bet. I personally would rather get a loan from a guy named Icepick who hangs out at a pool hall in Chino, but, uh, you? Well, Ice pick wouldn't even give you credit. Rocket Mortgage. Just download our app, finance your home, miss a payment, have your property foreclosed, and watch all the land in your neighborhood get taken over by Rocket Mortgage. Coming soon, murder at the ASMR convention. 
All right, Ms. Doubletree, you heard the shots. What happened next? Well, you see. But that's impossible. That room was locked from the inside. Everybody knows that it's just like you want to see the bees and the juice and the things that are. Hmm. Mr. Benson, is that true? And Mr. Timmons, you're the president of the whole ASMR society. You organized the entire convention. Didn't you notice anything amiss? Nope, not a thing. A group gathers to enjoy ASMR, which is that thing where you get a tingling sensation or something from hearing really soft noises, like brushing teeth, or chewing, or whispering. That kind of shit. So if the victim had a genuine membership credential, that means somebody here is an imposter. <gasps> Mr. Timmons, you approve the guest list. Who could the imposter possibly be? I have no idea. Murder at the ASMR convention. Because in ASMR, no one can hear you scream. No. 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 And then a shot rang out. Welcome to Celebrity Trivia, the game show that puts celebrities in the worst possible light. I'm your host, Chuck Muckraker. Now let's meet our contestants, announcer guy. I have a name. I'm your announcer guy, Guy Announcer. Our first contestant comes from Conshohocken, Pennsylvania. She's a call center representative whose hobbies include writing Star Wars slash fiction. Please welcome Pepper Duval. Hi, Chuck. I love this show. Our next contestant comes from the City of Industry, California, where he's a bartender and collects restraining orders. Please welcome Bill Ansel. All right, all right. All right. Are you both ready for some trivia? So ready, Chuck. Now I am, yes. All right. And what are our categories this week, announcer guy? Uh, guy announcer, uh, U.S. presidents, famous authors, and prominent musicians. All right. Pepper, we will start with you. Oh, that's my favorite phrase. <laughs> I will take U.S. presidents for 10. Okay. Now this astrology-loving bad actor. Oh, it's a Donald Trump. No, and please let me finish the question, Bill. This astrology-loving bad actor is best known for supporting Osama bin Laden in creating our nation's homeless crisis. Pepper! Say my name again! Pepper! Ronald Reagan. Correct! Choose again. U.S. Presidents for 20. All right, had he not faced the threat of impeachment... Oh, that's definitely Donald Trump. Bill, let me... Finish the question. Had he not faced the threat of impeachment and resigned, this president might have murdered newspaper columnist Jack Anderson. Pepper. Richard Nixon. Presidents for 30. Chuck. This president was notorious for taking meetings in the bathroom during his bowel movements. Wouldn't it be Johnson? Yes, I, you know your bowel movements all the way with LBJ. You have the board, Bill. It's the most boring BJ in history. Famous authors for 10, Chuck. The father of unreadable Irish literature, this author was sexually aroused by his wife's farts. James Joyce! You are correct. I know! It's actually not that weird. Pepper, you have the board again. Okay, uh, famous authors for 20. Hack author who mainly wrote about impoverished boys working hard enough to gain the favor of a wealthy male benefactor. He was busted for pedophilia in 1866. 
Uh, Lewis Carroll? No, he wasn't busted, and he wasn't a hack. Mm. Bill? Uh, that's Horatio Alger, my favorite author. He did call his main character Ragged Dick. Bill, you have the board. Famous authors for 30. The original goth, the creator of modern horror, lost her virginity on her mother's grave. Uh, Mary Shelley, the author of Frankenstein, she was also on laudanum. Yes, laudanum was really a hot drug back then. You are correct. <laughs> what category would you like now, Pepper? Prominent musicians for 10. Gluttonous pill popper who shot out his TV set whenever Robert Goulet was on. Elvis Presley. That's correct. He was insanely jealous. 20 seconds left in the round. Prominent musicians, 30. Last question. After allegedly having sex with an underage girl... R. Kelly! No. David Bowie! No. Didn't let me finish! That's the end of the round. The correct answer is Steven Tyler. Steven Tyler! Are you ready for your final round question? Hang on. Okay, now I'm ready. All right, then. Take it away, announcer guy. That's guy announcer. Today's final question. What game show host likes to lie under a glass coffee table with a prostitute defecating on the glass above him? Hey, wait, 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 wait. And both contestants ring in at the same time. I mean, it's... It's you, Chuck. No. Yeah, you were doing it right in front of us backstage. You asked me uh, to get on the table, but there wasn't enough room. Yeah, I said, why is there a coffee table in the green room? And nope. then we all knew why. And the game ends with a tie. Everyone wins except Chuck. Don't judge me. I, I'm more than the sum of my mistakes. Chuck may or may not be back next time, but I hope you are for Celebrity Trivia. Wait, what do we win? The following outtake is from a recent recording session when Ben tried to compliment Dominique's t-shirt. She was wearing a shirt from the Sub Pop Records label in Seattle. Ben works at a law firm. What uh, what Sub Pop band is on your t-shirt, Dominique? Just Sub Pop. Oh, it's just for the record label? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. You can support all of the Sub Pop bands? I support all Sub Pop. They're pretty good. I don't know if there's any of them I don't like. I don't even what is know pop? all of them. It's a it's a record, record company label. from oh. Seattle. Which is the one you like? I guess. Um, Why'd you get the shirt? You're really oh putting me on the spot. <laughs> wow. Sorry, I didn't. All right, I was trying to be cool. I don't know I'm sorry. Sub pop is. That's cool. No, that's fine. <laughs> Her wife is from Seattle. It was so. really cool. I'm just I'm trying to bond with you. I also like sub pop. I'm sorry. What's no, your favorite band on the label? Yeah, what's your favorite band on the label? Yeah, Ben. Yeah, Ben. Uh, I like, uh, I like uh, Pavement. It's good. Um, yeah. Liz Fair oh, is pretty good. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, I like... The Bumblebee Chris Killers Strat. are great. I like the school bus. School bus is good. They're they the rock. They yeah, rock. I'm uh, not a big fan of school bus. Tablecloth, uh, microphone cover. Uh, <laughs> microphone cover is great. Glasses. Um, <laughs> well, this became a thing. I was trying to. I was trying to bond with you. <laughs> I like bracelets. Why did this backfire on me? I was I like, trying to form uh, a human connection. I like plaid shirt. They're a good band. I, uh, They're all what called plaid shirt. You guys are trying Barry. to do on Twitter. Is that what the reply guys are trying to do? Oh no! Wait, who are the? Re- I don't want to be grouped with them. Who are the reply the guys? Guys that like that like are like. Do you even know any bands on that Actually. label? No, that's not Actually, what I was trying to do. Have you even seen Actually. that movie? Actually, that's not what I was trying to do. Okay, how many of that director's movies have you actually seen? No, those guys sound terrible. That's not what I was trying to do. Do you or do you not know what shirt you're wearing? <laughs> <laughs> and 
answer the question. How many times have you even watched Star Wars? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I sound like a terrible person. You just missed it. Anyway, it's a cool shirt, Dominique. The Invisible World, Episode 4. Hey, Captain. Uh, thanks for doing this. It's my job. I really didn't want to drop this on you, but Martha... My daughter is correct. This is sexual harassment. It's a textbook case. So, what's the process? I have filed an official notice with the chief, and he has sent me his answer here. Do you want me to read it? <laughs> Only if you do an impression of him while you read it. You can go ahead and read it. Oh, sure. Uh, the aforementioned complaint filed, blah, blah, blah. Uh, this subject remains under consideration pending the next budgetary evaluation. Budgetary? Pending the next budgetary evaluation for fiscal year. Uh, situation shall remain stabilized at the current optimization. <laughs> there it is. He found another way to say optimal. Stabilized at the current optimization and the documentation shall remain sealed. Does that all mean anything in particular? It means he's not slating an investigation. I'll be pushing for redress on that because I believe this case merits our full effort. Maybe the chief is running for something, huh, Cap? Political considerations should be irrelevant. Right. Yeah. Well, I've got to get back on patrol with the lieutenant. I deeply regret that you have to return to that situation. Well, I'm a big boy. I'll see you at your place Thursday. I I'm thinking we'll probably finish the basement in two days, so I'm also free Monday. Uh, there's no need. I'm just going to hire somebody. Well, that's silly. They'll charge you a couple hundred bucks. It's a small job. It's not a problem. Let me come by. Size it up. Don't come by. I'm up for it. We'll have a beer. See what you need. Please don't come around, patrolman. Yeah. All right. I won't come by. Well, online dates are always peculiar. You've got to find a way to make it work. We never have any contacts with each other. We don't know the same people. We're not already in each other's lives. So getting together is completely artificial. All of my friends are married. I wish I could fix you up. Then you could spend your whole day talking shit about me. Ugh, God. You'll never guess what's happening. <laughs> You're getting pulled over. I'll meet you at the station. Hello again. Here's my license, here's my registration, here's my insurance. What's broken? What did I do wrong? Nothing, as far as I know. I'm not arresting you. I'm wondering if you want to go for a ride with me. Well, I would say that's ingratitude. The rabble appreciates not the light I share among them. It's ingratitude. It is rank ingratitude. You give your life to a community. I'm looking around for your thank you note. And all I see is a lot of shiny junk. For the sake of my flock, I burned Elizabeth Richardson, the witch. Then her brood of children and nephews turned from attending my sermons and gaveth no reason. I've been training an apprentice, and he thanks me by trying to leave. Without us to lead, these serfs would stray like turkeys into the heather. You've got to break them down. You've got to humiliate them. Turkeys must cleave unto their turkey shepherd. You've got to... To humiliate them. So, you're the voice on the phone. I do extend my heartfelt apologies. Those were some pretty creative threats. Thank you. When I talked about your kids, 
you don't actually have kids, right? No. Good. Good. So, what the fuck is going on? Basically, I don't know. Intermittent orders have trickled down to our department to harass you periodically and document your reactions. That doesn't sound legal. Sort of is, sort of isn't. Not entrapment, because I don't even know what we're trying to get you to do. And you don't have any idea why it's happening? I do not. There are a great many things in my department I do not grasp at this time. Occasionally, Mr. Flax, we are all controlled by forces that will not give their names. You're not the guy who normally pulls me over. No, that's Lieutenant Keith. Is there something wrong with him? So, do you have any idea why I'm supposed to hate you? I drive a hybrid? All you're doing here is putting up cell phone towers, right? We're fighting over Christ Congregational right now. Hmm. It's haunted, you know. Yeah. Boy Scouts do an excellent pancake breakfast there, too, if I recall correctly. Did you ever stop for red lights? I fell out of the habit. So we don't have anything to tell each other, do we? You're not going to take me somewhere and shoot me? Mm, not on the first date, sweetie. Well, let me know if you find anything out, and I'll... I've got to keep calling you anyway. Pastor Mickelson, sorry I'm late. Here's the first installment, copies of our schedule. Uh, I may have to return this. Hey, didn't we have something set up? All this stuff's dismantled. Reverend Milnes ordered it. He said he didn't remember authorizing it. Of course he doesn't remember it. He doesn't remember anything. That's why it's in writing. Did you show him the agreement? He said it's the devil's lies. So you told him he really did do this? That's also the devil, I'm afraid. Can I talk to him? Certainly. Reverend Milnes is here to teach. Reverend Milnes? Who from the loin of Abraham are you? I'm Pastor Michelson again. This is Mr. Flax, who's... he's a sort of merchant. Reverend, I am the person with whom you made an agreement a couple of days ago about the antenna. The what? I'm helping set up a new way for people to communicate far distances instantly by voice. So we have to set up this relay station. Are the men to shout at each other? In a way, when you speak, sound travels through the air. It travels in waves. Now think about how there are other kinds of waves. Cease your noise. Did you or did you not bring my firewood? I'm going to have our lawyer deal with this. I shall look forward to discussing matters with your solicitor. By what name shall I address him? Her name is Suzanne Carson. She'll be here in half an hour. A maidenly esquire. Aberrant. Aberrant, I know. Fetch back my executioner, Davidson Keith. Keith. All right, we've got the room to ourselves. Let's see if we can work this out. I don't see what there is to work out, Chief. We have a clear personnel issue. Patrolman Bentley has leveled a charge of sexual harassment against Lieutenant Keith here, and the patrolman is long overdue for a transfer from the lieutenant anyway. I don't expect you to understand me and Nick, Jack. Everyone knows your attitude about gay people. You're not even talking to Nick anymore, are you? The patrolman asked to be transferred. When's the last time you talked to him? And Officer Bentley has been partnered with the lieutenant three times longer than the standard program. When's the last time you talked to your friend Nick, Jack? I think the lieutenant knows the difference between consensual sex and extortion. I think you're dodging another topic here, Jack. You were just observed talking to a suspect, Kevin Flax, but you issued no ticket and made no arrest. Why would you lie about a thing like that? I didn't lie. I don't talk about every minor traffic stop. Now, I'm just asking this department to remain consistent with its own training program and transfer the patrolman as he requested. We get that. 
But what I don't understand is, why would you lie about pulling over that particular suspect? Repeat yourself one more time, Larry. I'm sorry? Try your interrogation bullshit with me again. Do it. Uh, Captain, we've got to give Lieutenant Keith some leeway here. He's on special assignment working with Reverend Milnes, and he needs room to operate in the way that he finds optimal. Well, maybe circumstances indicate Lieutenant Keith is not fit for this particular duty. The lieutenant has a special relationship with Reverend Milnes. Uh, Lieutenant Keith is a direct descendant of Davidson Keith. That's someone Reverend Milnes remembers from when he was alive. Apparently, some Keith family resemblance also carried down. The same job. So he's the only person Milnes reaches out to. Well, then things will have to be awkward with Christ Congregational. Milnes doesn't just own the church. When he arrived as pastor in 1680, the town also gave him a farm, and now it's most of downtown. Including this police station. And City Hall. Back then, 50 acres was no big deal, but now 7,000 families live on it. And City Hall. Reverend owned City Hall, yes. So basically, as I said, we have to give the lieutenant some leeway. So, Jack, you pulled over Kevin Flax. Why would you lie about that? Hello? Hey, Suze. Uh, this has turned into something, and I- I'm sorry I called you. Goody Lambertson, you and Goodman Flax stand accused of witchcraft with substances derived from slaughtered fowl and cursed gems. I'm not Goody Lambertson. I'm Suzanne Carson, attorney for Dugan Wireless. Suzanne Carson? You stand accused of witchcraft. Reverend Mills, you stand accused of breach of contract. Reverend, why don't you tell the defendant what happens if we're found guilty? On the passage of sentence, my constable Davidson Keith shall have you crushed by stones. Keith? The Reverend is why I keep getting arrested. He makes an agreement, he forgets he made it, then he talks to our friend the lieutenant. Do you really think he can have us executed? Suzanne Carson and Kevin Flax... Enter your plea. Okay, you want a trial? We'll have a trial. What be then your plea? (laughs) Oh, no, no, no. We aren't even that far yet. So that was all written by Lisa Loretta, Ben Kirshner, Valerie Vandepan, Barry Lank, and Joe Davis. It was performed and improvised by a majority of those people, plus Jessica Park, Mike Besaw, Dominique DeBell, and Samantha Gerwitz. Performers in this week's episode of The Invisible World were Ross Taylor, Barry Lank, Armando Diaz, Darby Worley, Kent Jones, Jim Earl, and Michael Lutton. Everything was produced by Barry Lank. Lots of music from Kevin McLeod, as well as John Dealey and the 41 Players. I hope I pronounced his last name correctly. Good night!
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.